0: If you want to secure your retirement on your own terms, you need to go beyond conventional financial strategies. Stick around.
1: We'll introduce you to new perspectives for enhanced wealth creation and protection. Now onto our podcast, Beyond Conventional with Joe Beyond
0: Hello and welcome to podcast number five, myth number three of the six universally accepted financial myths, a 15-year mortgage costs less than a 30-year mortgage with Joe. Joe, this seems to be, out of all of the myths so far, this makes no sense to me at all. How is it possible <laughs> that a 15-year mortgage could actually cost less or a 30-year mortgage costs less? You just need to break this down for us. Unpack it for our listeners, please.
1: You know, when we speak with folks about 15- and 30-year mortgage. Like most financial decisions, the financial decisions that people make are ultimately just based on what they've heard. And that's kind of been the mantra of everything we've spoken about so Mm -hmm. far, right? Mm Mm-hmm the sales hype. And if you think about the psychological perspective of paying off a home, when you're young, you speak with your parents about finances, everybody's goal is to pay that house off. You know, that mortgage burning party mm-hmm. that everybody speaks about? Yeah, yeah, Having no debt, paying off credit cards, paying off homes, social decisions ultimately, and society would oftentimes catapults people to make their financial decisions, which are oftentimes emotional. And Paying off a home could very well be a good thing. So I don't want you to think or the listeners to think that our objective here is to have people to consistently carry debt and not pay off their homes. We just want to make sure it's being done efficiently, and we want to look at the facts. And the facts will tell you that a 15-year mortgage does not necessarily cost less than a 30-year mortgage, and, and that's ultimately – What we have to look at, first off, secondarily, more important oftentimes than even the cost of a 15 year or 30 year mortgage is the present financial position. One of the things, Matt, you've heard me say multiple times is that any independent financial decision should not be made independently. Right. It yeah. Should be, yeah. It should be looked at in more of a holistic approach. It should be looked at in more of a big picture or as we would call it, a macroeconomic perspective, which ultimately will allow your financial decisions to be more economically verifiable and provable based on your circumstances. What are some of those things? Liquidity. What is your current liquidity? What is your current protection? What is your current lost opportunity cost on paying off mortgages? What What is your present financial position? And that's really where the conversation starts with clients. It's not as quick as a conversation as, "Hey, you should pay off a fifteen year you should pay off a thirty year mortgage faster or not." It's really understanding their cash flow and their mm-hmm. current short-term savings. Okay, so let's talk about cash flow and
0: big picture liquidity. When you're looking at the entire picture here, you're taking this macroeconomic perspective into account, and you said that the facts prove something different. Can you tease out some more of those facts for us and maybe some numbers or how do you talk about this with clients when you're sitting down and presenting this for the first time?
1: Well, let's just first talk about the numbers like you're saying, okay? And if you compare it at face value, a 15-year mortgage versus a a 30-year mortgage, and we've done some figures, okay? And those figures will tell you a couple of things. When people focus on costs or savings, oftentimes when they're referring to a mortgage, what is not factored into the conversation is the lost opportunity cost on the money that they would not have for having what they think is better. Okay? Would you
0: mind, Joe, uh,
1: defining lost opportunity cost again, just in case our listeners don't know what lost, that term means? A- absolutely. So lost opportunity cost is the opportunity that's lost, right? Or in essence, the cost of not not having the money that you would have had from making a financial decision. So for example, if you bought an ice cream cone at lunch today, instead of saving the $2 that the ice cream cone would cost, that $2 is no longer earning a rate of return for you in your financial Mm. world. Okay. Okay. If you'd save that $2 and that $2 would have earned an interest rate and continue to grow for you for a 20 or 30 year time period, there's a cost associated with that ice cream cone that's more than the $2. It's the lost opportunity that that $2 could have earned for the rest of your life. Now that's- Completely bogus way of looking at it (laughs) from a scenario perspective. It's a good analogy. I think that's all right. (laughs) But let's look at a 15-year and a 30-year mortgage. So if we looked at a $250,000 traditional 30-year mortgage, okay, Mm -hmm. at 4.5%, and yes, on a 15-year mortgage, most banks would give you a slight discount on the interest rate, but for the simplicity of this example, let's just say both are offering a 4.5% interest rate, okay? On $250,000, your principal and interest-only payment on a 15-year mortgage would be $1,912 per month. On a 30-year mortgage, your principal and interest only payment would be $1,267 per month, which is a fair amount less than what the 15-year mortgage would cost you. You're with me so far?
0: I am. I am. I'm, I'm just, I'm processing. So go ahead.
1: So the way that people typically look at it would be, or the way we're educated to look at it, is that by you having a 15-year mortgage, the reason why it's better is because in 15 years, your mortgage payments are gone. That That's common knowledge, right? And in 15 years, you'll only pay $92,000 in interest, 92248 in this scenario to be exact. However, on a 30-year mortgage, you'll pay a total in that same 15-year time period of $206,000 in mortgage interest. That's a lot more interest. Mm-hmm. And that's because you're carrying a higher balance on that note over the 15-year time period. It's 53% more interest than you'll pay on a 30-year mortgage than a 15. Okay, well, so I know, I'm going to I know what you're there. thinking. Yeah, that's, I don't want to do that, right? Why would I want to pay 53% more? Good question. All right. <laughs> what are some of the possibilities positives of potentially having a 53% higher interest bill from your mortgage?
0: Well, for me, it would be a tax deduction, right? I mean, I'm able to write Ah. off that interest when I do my taxes at the end of the year.
1: So essentially, there is some sort of a benefit. At the end of the year, you almost like having some mortgage interest.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it reduces my overall tax burden. Absolutely.
1: Okay. So we would consider that a benefit then? Yes. Okay. So for the purpose of this conversation, we've just identified one reason why a 30-year mortgage might be a little bit more beneficial than a 15-year, because there's some additional underlying tax savings that folks are not factoring in when they're thinking about the linear decision of just prepaying a 15-year mortgage. Now, that's number one. Okay. Let's go on to the next piece of it, which is that the 15-year monthly payment is $1,912, while the 30-year payment is $1,267 per month. Mm-hmm. That's a $645 difference, mm-hmm. which means if you did not pay an additional $645 per month to your mortgage, what would you be able to do with that $645, Matt? Well, I would assume I'd want to invest
0: it, right? Well, I want to save it, or I'd want to put it away, or I don't know, because it sounds to me like if I took that money, well, I don't know now. Okay, so would I want to take that money and put it into my mortgage and pay
1: over? Well, two different questions. <laughs> Let's, yeah. All right. Let's go through Both of them. Okay. Number one, whether you saved it or invested it isn't the purpose of whether the mortgage costs less. The point is you have it. Oh, yeah. And you can control it. Sure. Okay. And when we just look at the 15-year mortgage as a savings, what we're now calculating is, well, what if we did save that $645 per month and then what were to happen with it? Well, we could invest it and we do know that if you invest money it could be worth more or it could be worth less. Mm -hmm. Okay. So that might be better. It might not. Nobody will be able to tell you that. However, if you keep it and you increase savings should you be in a position where you need to of course Matt okay Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what are some of the things that you might not have to do because you've got extra liquidity what would I not have
0: to do I can think of some things that I would, I could do, like I would just, I mean, again, I would have more liquid cash flow, which would, I think would just give me a little bit more peace of mind, but I don't know where you're
1: going with that. So help me out. So when we meet folks, some commonalities that people have is they have insufficient short-term savings. Uh Most people we like to see save around 20% of their total income. And we like to have anywhere between six to 12 months in short-term liquidity available. So very simply, if your monthly expenses are $10,000 a month, we believe you should have anywhere from sixty dollars to $120,000 in short-term savings. If you're making $120,000 a month, it should be anywhere from six hundred to $1.2 million in short-term savings. That's short-term liquidity. A very, very small percentage of folks that we meet have that type of liquidity. Mm-hmm. So by not having that liquidity, there's an opportunity cost on not having the liquidity as well. And that's the fact that people will often borrow with either secured or unsecured debt, which could oftentimes be very costly as far as interest rates are concerned and not tax efficient. Mm-hmm. So while you might not have a mortgage 15 years from now, oftentimes people wind up having large credit card debts. Mm. As a matter of fact, most people wind up refinancing their mortgage every few years, and they wind up consolidating all of the unsecured or secured debt that they've built up because the monthly payment streams on those forms of debt wind up putting them in a position where it's really strapping to their cash flow, regardless gotcha. of their financial income. Okay. So one way that having a longer-term mortgage means that the liquidity could help you by not borrowing, by not utilizing strategy. That would cost you more money and not burden you with interest rates and insufficient debt.
0: Do you sit down with your clients? I'm assuming you would sit down with these your clients before they got the mortgage. But when you're going through your very comprehensive deep dive of looking at their everything, do you I mean, is this just a conversation that you have? Hey, you know, you should really talk to Joe over here and and or, or whomever and, and refinance your house. I mean, is that part of your initial recommendation? And how do your clients? Clients after you explain this to them, what sort of epiphanies do they have? What sort of changes does this help them make in life? Not just what you've shared already, but just think of a client and walking them through this process, if you don't mind.
1: So, you know, first and foremost, people come to us from a few different ways. We either get referred by existing clients who enjoyed their experience, or we're referred by other trusted advisors. And it could be a mortgage person. It could be a mm. tax advisor who sees that their client is getting themselves in a position where their debt is, in, is hurting their cash flow. Regardless of how the client gets to us, when they're here, we talk about the big picture of what they're trying to accomplish in savings and protection and cash flow. Savings protection and cash flow are very important to the financial strategies that we try to assist our clients with. That being said, our objective is to allow the clients to discover that there's deficiencies in their cash flow. And if the deficiencies in their cash flow are coming because of inefficient or unsecured debt that they're accumulating, we let them realize some of the advantages and or disadvantages of having all types of debt, and ultimately it becomes their decision to increase their cash flow, ultimately really seeing the value and having more protection. What is more protection? More protection is having financial planning that really works under any set of circumstances. Mm Mm-hmm putting you in a position where you've got maximum liquidity, full replacement value on life, disability, and all of your assets and your income. And that's where we try to get clients to. So if a refinance is something that would help them, mm-hmm. we've got a team of professionals in the mortgage business that specialize in doing refinances and home mortgages. And we would make an introduction to a firm that we felt fit for the client that we were working with at that time. We personally don't do mortgages or are involved in the refinance process. Okay. We're more so happy having conversations with people to make them see the big picture of how each financial decision ultimately will affect their big picture of what they're trying to accomplish. So what else do we need
0: to know about this? What other kind of myth-busting things can you share before we wrap up uh, episode number five here?
1: You know, I think the biggest thing for all people who are working and trying to create is fact- that liquidity and savings is key. You always want to be in a position where you've got the maximum amount of liquidity. You pay the least amount of taxes. That's possible under the, the guidelines of the Internal Revenue Code, and you should always work with a tax advisor to do that. But there are some simple strategies that are allowed through the tax code that are tax efficient, and mortgage interest is one of them. So be efficient, be effective, keep control over your money, stay as liquid as possible, and have full replacement value protection on all of your assets so your financial plan, the completion of your mortgage and everything could work regardless of your financial circumstances. And that means, Matt, whether you're unemployed for a period of time, should you unfortunately become disabled or God forbid you should pass on and you're the made breadwinner who's paying for that mortgage. We want to make sure that you and your family gets to the end game regardless of the circumstances. And that's why looking at things from more of a macroeconomic perspective and understanding the costs and lost opportunity costs associated with every financial decision, including paying off a mortgage is very, very important to assisting you in accomplishing what's important to you and your family.
0: Well, Joe, thank you very much for busting another myth. This was myth number three of the six universally accepted financial myths. A 15-year mortgage costs less than a 30-year mortgage. All right, Joe, thanks, and we'll talk to you again real soon.
1: Great, Matt. Thanks. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Contact your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation.
0: This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by PAS, Guardian, or Beyond Financial, and opinions stated are their own guardian its subsidiaries agents and employees do not provide tax legal or accounting advice consult your tax legal or accounting professional regarding your individual situation by providing this content the guardian life insurance company of america and your financial representative are not undertaking to provide advice or make a recommendation for a specific individual or situation or to otherwise act in a fiduciary capacity Joseph Beyond Lilo is a financial representative of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Beyond Financial is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Guardian. California Insurance License Number 0I32947. Arkansas Insurance License Number 1281376. Submission Number 2023-151748. Expires 03-2025.